0: Happy New Year, my people. I know the new year is all about resolutions and what we can do to improve just a bit. And of course, there's plenty of time for that. But what do you think of the idea that we are pretty darn impressive just the way we are? What if nothing was wrong with you? (laughs) I know. What if there really was nothing wrong with you, though, and you just accepted that? How would that settle into your heart? Stay tuned for today's episode on self-love, self-acceptance, and the totally novel idea that we are acceptable here and now, just as we are. In fact, we are more than acceptable. We are beloved and filled with magic. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story Power serves you best when you know how to use it. Since loving ourselves creates the foundation for loving our story— This topic is ideal for the Love Your Story podcast, so I wanted to pose the question to you, what if there is nothing wrong with you? I first heard this statement from Susan Henkel's TED Talk, part of the How to Be a Better Human series, so I want to start there. Susan Henkel has worked as a psychotherapist for more than 45 years. That means that she has spent decades smiling and nodding and handing over tissues at the appropriate moment and decades of hearing people tell her about all the things that they think are wrong with themselves, all the things that need to be fixed. Well, I love her story because she says, one day as I was listening to a patient talk and talk about that whole list of what was wrong with her, she says, right in the middle of this list, I thought, what? you know, there's actually nothing wrong with her. From that moment, she realized there is a surprising power to be found in prompting people to ask themselves, what if there's nothing wrong with me? She says, this doesn't mean that we're perfect. For instance, most of us could stand to eat a little better and set up straighter and be a little nicer here and there. But we can stop spending so much time dwelling on our personal shortcomings and imagining how our life will be better once we finally finally vanquish everything that's wrong with us. Quote, we create this whole list of what we think is wrong and then create an entire life around it. Unquote. In fact, the attributes we think of as problems can be our strengths. Now, Henkel tells this story in her TED Talk that is called, What If There's Nothing Wrong With You? And it's all about building the skill of acceptance. Henkel says this question is about pressing pause on your inner critic and making "Quote a choice to let go of all the ways you've made yourself wrong." Unquote. So let's listen to her actually tell a little bit of this story herself.
1: I had the fortune of meeting the most fabulous um, director of documentaries, and he said to me, "When you're not watching movies, what are you doing?" So I said, "Well, I'm writing a book. It's called What If There's Nothing Wrong With You." <laughs> And he looked at me and he said, I can tell you right now eight things that are wrong with me. So I said, name one. And he said very defiantly and certainly, I have oppositional defiant disorder. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) like I couldn't tell, right? (laughs) So I said to him, what's wrong with that? He said, well, I... um, I would always defy my parents and teachers. Well, what's wrong with that? I wouldn't comply with any of the rules at school and I didn't do anything I was told to do at home. What's wrong with that? He said, Well, I was always in a bad temper. I argued with my parents all the time. I never had any friends and I loved being alone. I said, Well, what's wrong with that? And we had several interactions like that. And at some point during the interactions, he said to me, hmm, you know, actually, I really like being alone. And I was able to write stories, write film scripts in my head. Come to think of it, I think oppositional defiant disorder has me be the great film director that I am. He said, I actually like not having a right or wrong diagnosis about this. Just accepting it is what it is. (laughs) The next day, he found me. He came up to me, and he said, I slept through the night for the first time in years. Not having to make myself wrong, decide what I should be doing and shouldn't be doing. He said, You know, I'm going to look at those seven other things that I was so sure (laughs) were wrong with me.
0: look at your own level of self-love, let's start with these questions. What if there's nothing wrong with you? And as you start to categorize that favorite list of shortcomings, ask yourself, what's wrong with that? Really, could your perceived weaknesses really be a strength? We have talked about this many times on the podcast, and in my interview with Emma Houston in episode 129 on fierceness, Emma talks about loving
1: ourselves, so
0: let me bring her in real quick.
1: Oh my gosh, being fierce. I think if we truly just own who we are, that there is no shame, that there is no guilt, that I am created divinely the way I am, and I am going to celebrate all that I bring to this world. I am me because I am who I am meant to be. Regardless of our successes, our challenges, this is who I'm supposed to be. But we continue to grow. And if we continue to grow, we just keep elevating ourselves up to the next level. So love on yourself. I mean, seriously, love who you are. Love who you are. Surround yourself with people who also love and support you.
0: Here's another wise interviewee, Laura Ann Turner. This is from her episode 127.
2: Is this the source inside of me that's good? Or is this a source of maybe bad or evil that's trying to get me to doubt myself? Because we are all warriors and we're here and we have missions. And like you said earlier in the podcast, we all have light. Whether we choose to shine that light or not, We all have light and I just sometimes think about what the world would be like if we were a little bit more accepting of people choosing to shine their light in the way they want to shine it and for us to actually be good to people, for us to love and for us to nurture and for us to love ourselves and not, how much better would the world be? I just want people to know how important they are and how needed they are in this world each one of us is divinely positioned where we need to be at this time, at this place. And you're needed. We're all needed here. And we all have value. and We all have purpose. And so I just want to say to all of the listeners, you are loved and you are needed in this world.
0: I love to discuss the concepts, but concepts don't help us much until we implement them into our way of being one thing to know but it's another way to become another thing to become so I always like to discuss ways to take action in my earlier episode this was one way back from the beginning with Natalie Burridge um, episode number 26 she is a self-love coach and in my discussion with her we talked about the how of starting to love ourselves and then talked about a few tips so here's Natalie
3: You know, self-love can sound so, like, nebulous when when someone's like, all right, I I, I know I need this. I know that this is going to be, like, helpful and supportive in my life, but how the heck do I get there? Because most people, when they have that self-love desire go off, they're living in a space of self-doubt and lack of confidence and really struggling with loving themselves. So it's like, how do you go from that space to, like, confidence and trusting yourself and loving yourself and what i like to share with people is it begins with just the willingness to make that choice and make that decision that shift and then it's a practice it's a practice at first which means when you first start off on your self-love journey is you're probably going to feel like a fraud because you're like but i don't i'm struggling and this that and the other but it's like awesome and you'll get there eventually And so i like to define self-love as this is something i asked myself about six months ago you know how can i define it for people so they can begin to practice it and for me and what i teach to my my clients and my students is it's practicing self-gratitude self-kindness and self-forgiveness in every single moment every single day and you know and i'll share with you why i chose those three self those three things so kindness We all understand what kindness is, right? So it's like really being kind to yourself, being your own best friend, being kind in your thoughts, being kind in your actions towards yourself. And of course, forgiveness, that's an important one because you're going to stumble along the way. You're going to forget. You're going to have a day where you feel like crap. You're going to have a day where you've been an expert at beating yourself up. And then you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh my God, I, I totally forgot, like and then that can turn into like a loop of failure, right? So it's so important that you are willing to forgive yourself along this journey and cut yourself a break. And then lastly, self-gratitude, because that's really like the energy that's going to start uplifting you when you really start to, to go from a space of not believing to believing and knowing that you are a gift and you are a miracle and you do matter then gratitude is my, my favorite uh, practice to get there. So I feel like the combination of those three um, really get people into the space of really self-loving. So knowing it's possible to be the rock star version of you. You know, I consider the rock star version like your best self. So like if that word doesn't resonate with you, like choose another word, like, you know, being the goddess self or being that warrior, whatever word like really lights you up, like knowing that, that is you, period. I don't care what's happened to you in life. I don't care what chips have been down for you. You are amazing, period. And so it's first recognizing that that dream version of yourself that you dream of, you long for is actually real and it's possible to live. Secondly, practicing gratitude for yourself. So, so much of our society is focused in giving out. And obviously that's so important, so important. And it's also an oversaid message. Not enough people talk about authentically giving into themselves because they're afraid it'll mean that they're selfish or self-centered. It's not the case. When you're full, you want to show up. You can be in contribution. You can give out. You can be this giving generous being. If you're not full and you give, then you tend to turn into a martyr, which isn't fun for anyone. (laughs) So, you know, practicing that gratitude for yourself, turning inward, It was so powerful. You know, five minutes a morning, I'm grateful for myself for, you know, whatever it is, the simple things. I have legs, I have arms, I have eyes, to I'm a really good friend, to I do a great job at work, to I have a kind heart, right? So literally whatever that is, five minutes a day minimum. And then lastly, I like to share with people mirror work. This is really powerful and really simple. Stand in front of the mirror or sit in front of the mirror, Look into your own eyes for five minutes, five to 10 minutes. All of these things can be done much longer, but I like to start off with times that people can fit into their busy lives. And so like five to 10 minutes, look in your own eyes and out loud or in your head, say, I love you. And if you want to get really wild and crazy with it, do it naked. Because I don't care how beautiful you are or how not beautiful you are. All of the stuff comes up when you're standing in front of the mirror and that voice wants to kick in that's judging every single part of you for whatever reason. And the thing, the key with that is recognizing that that voice is only doing its job and to be kind and loving to that voice of doubt. You're never going to get rid of it, but the more you can love it and appreciate it and just recognize it for the liar that it is and not believe it, then you're free.
0: When we say, quote, nothing is wrong with me, we aren't saying I'm perfect. Rather, we walk into a space of self-acceptance. And when we ask, and what's wrong with that? We start to question long-held perceptions that may be completely off-base. One of the greatest tools of darkness is to make us feel as if we are not enough, as if we are flawed and broken and can never be good enough or as good as others this mindset keeps us small and afraid. We accomplish less. We step out of our comfort zones less. We hide our lights under a bushel for fear they are not bright enough or believing we don't have a light worth shining. It's a brilliant plan, really, on on the side of darkness, a plan built on fear of rejection, beginning with our own rejection of ourselves. But as we come to understand the dark tools that don't serve us, and rather attack us at our very core, and we begin to understand how that keeps us small and afraid, then we can start to combat them with light. And loving ourselves is where this starts. It's where we remove the dampening blankets of shame and fear and not enough, and tear those off and start to shine. We are all in different places in our levels of accepting ourselves. But we all have a favorite list of things we've come to believe are wrong with us. So let's start with self-acceptance and work from there. Your challenge this week comes up the next time your inner critic starts to harp on you. Come back with, and what's wrong with that? See where that questioning train of thought takes you and add a dose of compassion for your own beautiful soul. As you move forward into the new year, I'd like to suggest that you grab a copy of my book, Life, Living Intentional and Fearless Every Day. It's about creating connection and possibility, but also about self-care. And we can all use a little more self-acceptance, self-love, and self-care. So grab a copy on Amazon or hit the website, loveyourstorypodcast.com. And there's a link there to the Amazon page to grab the book. And most of all, Happy New Year, people. Great things lie ahead. And that starts with loving yourself. Thanks to Daryl Chen and ideas.ted.com for the information shared on Henkel's TED Talk.